Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello, my love. What's going on? I hope you are having an amazing day so far. I am a little sad, not going to lie to you, to even be having this conversation with you right now because I am such a warm weather person. I freaking love the summer. Summer forever, in my eyes, would be absolutely amazing. I know some of you are all about the fall, the pumpkin spice, the sweater weather, all the things. I do like it, um, but it's not my favorite. But what we're talking about today is how we can start transitioning from summer to fall. Because just like nature changes, like the weather's getting cooler, the leaves are changing, people are going back to school. There's just an energy about the switch from summer to fall. And we need to flow with nature and flow with that energy and really start relooking at how our routine was, things that we were eating, and just start shifting to cater to nature because we are part of nature, right? Which I talk about a lot. So what we're going to be talking about are eight things to look at and to revamp in your life to help you transition from summer to fall. So I'm just going to hop right to it. Hop right to it? I don't think I've ever said that. Jump right to it? Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Let's just get freaking started. Okay. Number one is to review your routine. So your routine might look different from like in the fall than it does in the summer, depending on what you do. Maybe you're going back to work if you're a teacher, maybe not. Maybe you are an entrepreneur or a side hustler or whatever you do for a living. Things just kind of look different in the fall, right? And a lot of times we tend to just loosen things up over the summer. We might not be as, I don't even like the word strict, but as disciplined with our routine. And it just might look different, especially if you live somewhere like I do, like Long Island or the Northeast, where it's not always warm and you're just trying to soak up every freaking ounce of summer you can possibly get, your routine may have um, taken a back seat a little bit. Maybe not, but it's really important to re-look, to review your routine. First, look at what's working. What's actually working really, really well in your morning routine and your night routine. Look, I would, I would definitely look at both because the morning and the night routines really anchor our day and this is what we have most control over. So it's so crucial to have really good anchors to help us stay grounded and to really form great habits. So look at your morning and your night routine. What's working really really, really well. Start with that. And then look at what's not working that well. What can you maybe shore up? Maybe you're going to bed a little too late. Maybe you're eating dinner a little later than usual. I know I fall into that pattern in the summer because it's so much lighter out later than usual in the summer. So I tend to eat later, especially because we'll go to the beach all day, like all the things, right? All right, I just had to hop in here really quick and talk to you about a totally free way you and I can work together. So towards the end of every single month, I host a completely free masterclass, which I absolutely love doing. It's a way for me to go really deep on a specific topic so you could learn about whatever that month's topic is in a much more comprehensive and deeper way than what I could actually get across to you in a podcast episode. And of course, it's very similar to the topics that we do here, right? They're related to health, they're related to hormones, 
but it goes very deep on the topic and it's a way for you and I to interact in real time since it's hosted in a private Facebook community. And it's a way for you and I to connect outside of this podcast. And I really just love it. It's so cool to interact with you, to teach you in real time, answer your questions. I absolutely love it. So if you're interested in joining one of the masterclasses and learning more about what this month's topic actually is, because depending on when you're listening to this will depend on what the topic is that month, text me the word masterclass to my text list, which is 516-430-5144. And I'll fill you in on this month's topic and get you all set up. And of course, if you're driving right now and you can't just jot down that number, it will be in the show notes. And if you're already on my text list, just text me the word masterclass. If you're not on it, you just sign up, you follow the link, or you just even text the word masterclass to that number, 516-430-5144, and you'll get on the text list. That's also completely free. So again, if you're interested, text me the word masterclass to 516-430-5144. I cannot wait to see you there. I seriously love doing these masterclasses. So I'm really excited to bring the podcast community into a platform like this so we can interact with each other and you can interact with other people that are listening to the podcast. So that is it. Let's head back into today's episode. So number one is review your routine. What's working? What's not working? Number two, what feelings do you want to bring into this season? What are your intentions for the fall season? We tend to just like go from thing to thing to thing during our day, throughout the week, throughout the month. And it's so powerful when we stop and we think, okay, I'm entering into a new season or a new month. You could do this monthly. You could do this weekly, um, but definitely for season wise too. What's my intention for this season? What feelings do I want to have in this season? Because full transparency, I could get really low about the idea that summer is ending because I know what's coming. I know the winter is eventually coming. I know it's not here yet, but I could get into that downward spiral where I'm like, I don't want to feel that freezing cold in my bones. Like, If you live in a cold place, you feel me on this. But then I need to say, okay, that's obviously not serving me. I don't want to just live my life in the summer. I want to enjoy every day, even if it's not the exact way that I want to right now. So when I stop and I think, okay, what's my intention for this season? What feelings do I want to bring into this season? Obviously, I don't want to bring the feelings of like sadness and uh, like, let's just hurry this up and get to the next season. I don't want to bring that into there. So it's really helpful when I stop and actually ask myself, okay, how do I actually want to feel in this season, right? What, What do I want to bring into this next season of life? What's my intention? So again, you could do this weekly, you could do this monthly, but it's really, really nice to think about it seasonally as well, because this is such a shift from summer into fall. So right now, if I ask myself, like, what is my intention for the fall season? It is to bring happiness and to do things that bring me joy, even though it doesn't involve the beach. Okay, Like finding other things for us to do that I am excited about and that I am actually enjoying the fall weather because the fall weather really is beautiful. Sometimes I just get in my head about it because I know what's coming after fall and I get really upset about it, but that's not what I want to bring with me into this next season. So that is what my intention is, is to really get clear on what are the fun things that we could do in fall to still have that high energy from from summer and roll it over into the fall season. So whatever that looks like for you, what feelings do you want to have in this next season and what's your intention? That's number two. 
Number three is to organize and clear out the old, like literally clear out things in your drawers, go through some of your clothes. Like just like we, you know, are changing seasons. A lot of times we go, we have to switch clothes over, right? Obviously I'm not going to be wearing bathing suits in the middle of October, even though it's coming out in September, but you know, it's a season in general, but go through your clothes organize stuff, donate some things, something that's really, really helped me when getting rid of clothes instead of hoarding everything and thinking, oh, but I might wear this if X, Y, and Z happens, or I'm going to save it. And then I look at it and I'm like, "Mm, haven't worn this in three years. What I say now to help me is I look at the piece of clothing and I ask myself, would I buy this if I saw it in the store right now? Would I actually buy this? If the answer is no, it goes. I donate it. I also ask myself when I try it on, do I feel like the highest version of myself? Do I feel like the powerful woman that I am in this outfit? Do, Do I bring my best energy when I look at myself in this outfit? If the answer is no, it goes. Even if it's something that I really haven't worn a lot, because I used to do that too. I used to hold on to clothes, even though I knew I didn't like them and I wasn't going to wear it because I felt bad because there was a tag on it or I only wore it once or twice. And obviously that's, I'm a lot more cautious now about buying clothes and making sure that it's something that I do, you know, really like, but I'm like, okay, this is, this is just wasting space in my closet. And I could give this to somebody and donate to someone who will actually use it and who really needs it. So organize your drawers, go through some stuff. I know, like like I said, I feel like things get a little scattered for me in the summer. So I want to just reorganize everything in the going into the fall and then clear out the old energetically, not just like clothing wise, but energetically clearing out the old energy from one season and heading fresh into a new season. So how I like to do that is with Sage. Um, I love Sage. If you follow me on Instagram, if, if you don't, come follow me on, on Instagram at Corinne Angelica. If you already do, you've probably seen me do this. I will do this you know, randomly, like for my birthday, every couple months I'll do it. If I just feel like the energy is a little like stiff in there, I like to do it, but definitely each season. So you get Sage. It looks like a wooden stick if you've never had it. You could probably get on Amazon. I don't know, but a lot of like local stores and stuff will have it. And it's a really great way to clear out old energy. So the way that I do it is I'll open up the windows a little bit. I'll open up whatever the front door, if you have a front door or back door, open it up a crack. So there's actually a place for the old energy to go and exit out of the house. And I just go through and you go to each corner of the house with the sage. It's like a little smoke that comes off of it. I put on meditation music. I'll light some candles and, uh, um, a non-toxic um, incense. I couldn't think of the word for a second. Incense. I like that too because I don't love the smell of sage, but I like the the feeling of it. So you go. You you could look it up online too. But how I do it is you go. You go to every corner of the room of the house, and then when you walk through a doorway, you go through the frame of the doorway with the sage, and you like trace the doorway with it, um, and before you walk through it, and you just think about what old energies you want to clear out and what new energy you want to bring in. So it's a really cool practice that you could do. So. I definitely recommend doing that as well. So, so far we talked about number one, reviewing your routine, what's working, what's not working. Number two, what feelings do you want to have in this season? What's your actual intention? Number three is organize, clear out the old. You can clear out your closet, your drawers, that junk drawer that you look at every time and you open it and you're like, oh, I got to get around to doing this. But also what I recommend is doing it one 
drawer at a time, and especially if you're in your luteal phase, which is the 10 to 14 days before your period, this is where our brain is kind of wired for this, for organizing, for wrapping old things up, for wanting to clear out the old. So it's a really good time to do that. Um, and then maybe you want to sage as well to get out the old energy. So those are the first three. We have five more. Number four is adding more warming spices to your foods because we need to bring more warmth into our bodies, right? Because it's getting a little cooler out. So in the summer, I'll eat a lot more um, fresh fruits and you know a lot of salads and things like that, which I absolutely love. In the winter, I don't, of course, still have it, but not as much. Or if I do, I'll always add some warming spices to it or have something warm after. So some warming spices that I recommend for fall are cute cumin, paprika, ginger, and cinnamon. So when I do make a smoothie, um, especially like my morning green smoothie or whatever kind of smoothie I have, whenever I do have that, especially in the colder months, I'll always add ginger and cinnamon to it. First of all, ginger is amazing just for boosting your immune system. It helps fire up your digestion. It's such an amazing um, herb to use. And I will get fresh ginger and I'll cut it up and throw it into the smoothie. And it brings a really nice warmness to the smoothie. So it's kind of counteracting the coldness from the raw fruits and vegetables. And cinnamon also has a warming effect. It's also high in iron and really good for balancing your blood sugar out. So it has so many good properties and good benefits to it. But I definitely add more of that in over the winter, over the fall and the winter. I don't too much do it in the summer because there's already a lot of heat in the body and I don't want to have too much of it. So that is number four, adding more warming spices like cumin, paprika, ginger, and cinnamon to your foods. Number five is when the weather really starts dipping, right? Right now, not too much, but it is declining, okay? So, you know, depending on where you're living in the world, cover your neck with either like a turtleneck or a scarf or something when you're outside because it helps you stay grounded. This kind of gets more into the Ayurvedic side of medicine, which if you're not familiar with Ayurvedic medicine, it's an Eastern type of medicine or type of um, practice and belief system and medical system is really like what it is. Ayurvedic, okay? Ayurveda. In Ayurveda, there are different types of doshas. There's vata, there's kapha, there's pitta. And I'm not getting into that right now. I'll do a whole nother podcast episode on that. But when it starts getting cooler out, it's really important to cover our neck so we can stay grounded because the wind that picks up in the fall will stimulate our vata energy and it will make us feel like very flighty and very airy and not so grounded, right? So we want to feel as grounded as possible. In the summer, it's a lot easier in my opinion because we're in nature more, our feet are on the ground more, they're in the sand, they're in the grass. Like It's a lot easier for us to feel grounded where in the fall, we we don't really ground that much into the earth. So it's even more important to make sure that we aren't getting swept away by this vata wind and wind energy. So wearing scarves is really, really helpful. Um, you know, when it gets when once it gets windy out, it's really helpful to stay grounded and not get swept away by that vata wind energy. If you're interested in learning more about Ayurveda, DM me on Instagram because I was thinking about doing a whole episode on this or bringing someone on to talk about it. And if you're interested in it, definitely DM me on Instagram at Krinangelica and let me know. Or if you're on my text list, you could just message me there because if if you say that you want to hear about it, I will make sure that it happens, okay? So that was number five. Number six, which we kind of talked about when I was talking about the intentions, but it's how can you create joy in a different way? How can you create other ways to stay active? 
active. It's a lot easier to stay active in the summer. You're moving around a lot. You're outside a lot. There's just a lot more opportunities to do things outside and stay active, as least it is for me anyway. So how can you create more joy in a different way than summer? Maybe in summer, your joy was going to the beach, maybe going out with friends, going out to dinner and eating outside, having the luxury of just being able to go for a walk in the morning and not worry if it's too cold out or maybe meditate outside, whatever it is, right? How can you create joy in a different way and still find time to be out in nature in a different way and still incorporate ways to stay active in the fall? So ways that I'm going to stay more active is that we're going to bike ride a lot in the fall. I love bike riding too, which that is actually getting me excited for fall because I just love bike riding. It's just a really nice way for Chris and I to connect and it's a way for us to stay active together. I like exploring new places and we don't really do it a lot in the summer because it's either really, really hot and we want to be at the beach and we know that we could do bikes other times. So that's how I'm creating joy in a different way in the fall. And it's still also a way to keep me active instead of just like falling into the pattern of, oh, it's a little chilly. I don't feel like going outside, you know, that type of thing that I could easily get into, but that's not my intention for this season. So that's not going to happen. Okay. Especially because it's fall. It's still, you know, nice enough out to go for walks and stuff. We're not fully into winter or anything, but that was number six. How can you create joy in a different way and um, other ways to stay active if you really did a lot of outside activities in the summer? Okay, number seven is to put something fun on the calendar to look forward to. And these kind of are sounding similar, but it's all really important to go through each of these things, right? So look at your calendar. Even if it's just something once a week or once a month, what can you put on your calendar that you're looking forward to? Because that always brings a lot more energy and excitement to life when you have something to look forward to. And obviously I want you to look forward to every single day. I hope you find joy in every single day of your life, but in a transition season, especially if you don't love transitioning from summer to fall like I do, it's really fun to just put something on the calendar. It doesn't have to be anything big. It could be like, you know, bringing our bikes to a new um, area and riding there or having like a little weekend getaway somewhere or um, doing this new hiking trail or going pumpkin picking, like whatever it is. Just like put something that you think is fun, put it on the calendar so you can look forward to it. I think that's beneficial for any season of life, but it's something that I tend to think about more as we're transitioning from season to season, um, just so it's more top of mind for me. So that's number seven, putting something fun on the calendar to look forward to. And then number eight is if you fell off of meal prepping a little bit, which I definitely do in the summer. Again, especially I used to do a lot of my meal prepping on the weekends. And when it's nice out, we get up and we go to the beach pretty much right away because the traffic will start you know, building up if we wait too long. So the meal prepping just kind of falls off a little bit in the summer. Maybe you feel the same way. So getting back into food prepping, really thinking of how can you make life easier by prepping your food, cutting up tons of vegetables, roasting them, making like batch cooking. I like batch cooking things, making a pot of quinoa or um, black beans or roasting potatoes or making a batch of smoothies, um, overnight oats, making some salads. You know, obviously this is dependent on which phase you're in in your cycle, but Doing that and batch cooking is so, so helpful. And I'm definitely going to be getting back into that in the fall season. And it's just another thing that you maybe fell off of also and you could get back into that's going to help you on your health and wellness journey. 
So that was a lot, but these are literally things that I'm going to be doing. And I was like, let me just share it with you if you are feeling the feels from going from summer to fall also. So here are the eight ways that eight tips to help you transition from summer to fall. Number one is to review your routine. Um, What's working, what's not working. Number two, what feelings do you want to have in this season? What's your actual intention? Number three is organizing, clearing out old drawers and clearing out your closet and the actual old energy that's stagnant that we want to clear out and bring new energy in. And you could do this by saging. Number four is adding more warming spices like cumin, paprika, ginger, and cinnamon to your food, to your smoothies, to when you're roasting vegetables, things like that to bring a warmer feel to your body since the weather is starting to dip a little bit. Number five is if you're going outside for a walk or just, you know, when you're going to your car, if you're driving to work, whatever you're doing, once it gets pretty windy out, cover your neck with a scarf or with a turtleneck to help you stay grounded from the vata wind energy because it's really easy to feel airy and spacey when we're not grounding into the earth. And this is just something that's really going to help with that. And then also, if you're interested in hearing more about Ayurveda, make sure you DM me about it. Number six, how can you create joy in a different way? What are things that you are going to be excited about for the fall and ways to stay active, even if it looks a little different than when you were you know, staying active in the summer? Number seven, put something fun on the calendar to look forward to, which kind of is similar to six, but it's just an extra step, right? Actually put it on the calendar because it's one thing to just say like, oh, I'm so excited for this fall. Like we're definitely going to go to a new hike upstate. I've done it. Chris and I have done this last year. We said in the fall, we're definitely gonna do this. And we never actually did it because we never put it on the calendar. So this year we are going to be putting it on the calendar. And I definitely encourage you to do the same because once it's on the calendar, then it happens. If things aren't on my calendar, it's freaking not happening. So that is tip number seven. And number eight is if you fell off of meal prepping a little bit like I did, get back into a food prep routine, whether that's sometimes on Thursdays or Sundays or Wednesdays, maybe like two days a week to prep some food, whether you like actually making the full meal, making a bunch of it, freezing some and just having the meal prepared, or you like doing what I like doing is batch cooking where you just make a bunch of different roasted vegetables, cut up um, fresh veggies, have salads prepared, smoothies prepared, make quinoa or black beans. Then you could just mix and match stuff. I personally like doing that, but of course, find what works best for you and get back into the swing of things. Now, completely unrelated, but I feel like you're just literally with me chatting, so I need to fill you in on this. I, as you know, I sometimes come down to the water and record in my car instead of in my closet, and I'm doing that right now, and a car just pulled up next to me with this dog, and the and they're really close to my car and his head is literally right next to mine. And if I wasn't recording right now, I would roll the window down and try and pet him and talk to him. He's so cute. He's huge huge. I don't know what kind of dog it is. But anyway, just to give you a visual of what's going on, this cute freaking dog is next to me right now. So that is it for today. I hope this helps you in your transition from summer to fall and just getting back into the swing of things, reevaluating stuff. It's really, really nice that nature gives us this opportunity to have seasons where we get to revamp our routine and relook at what we're doing, what's working, what's not working, so we can be more intentional about how we're living. And that's how I'm living looking at this transition from summer to fall. So I hope this was helpful for you. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, 
please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.